A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days for Jesus' being taken up were fulfilled, he resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On the way, they entered a Samaritan village to prepare for his reception there, but they would not welcome him because the destination of his journey was Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? Jesus turned and rebuked them, and they journeyed to another village. As they were proceeding on their journey, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered him, Foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to rest his head. And to another he said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. But Jesus answered him, Let the dead bury their dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first, let me say farewell to my family at home. To him, Jesus said, No one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Good afternoon. So we just heard from Psalm 16 where we chanted, sang together, you are my inheritance, O Lord. Now, I don't know if you've ever been the recipient from a will where you were willed something. Can you imagine if you were at the lawyer's office and they said to you, you just inherited God. You own God. How extraordinary that would be. But this is our spirituality as Christians. You are my inheritance, O Lord. Now, do we Christians live that way? that we possess, because God has allowed it, the greatest treasure of all. We possess God, which means, we're still on this side of heaven, that the difficulties of this world, and they can be tragic, these difficulties, will not let the Christian get distracted on our ultimate destination. That's why St. Paul was writing these early Christians, brothers and sisters, Christ has set you free. Don't go back to the old ways because these Christians are getting confused. The events of yesterday, our nation, there can be great difficulties that people are trying to experience. The Lord says, I came to set you free. Don't go back to that old way. We here in New Orleans, for 140 years, we thought the institution of slavery was something that was just a part of culture, 140 years, it took that long. It's taken 50 years now to overturn that court hearing from yesterday. So the gospel, these readings were already set all over the world, find them very prophetic. Our gospel today, Jesus wants to take the church, his apostles through a town of Samaria. They don't like religion. Usually you went around Samaria he goes right through their village, not to condemn, not to triumphal, nothing like that. He takes the church right through Samaria. And we heard at the beginning of the gospel, they didn't want him there. They didn't welcome him. 
he begins to preach very simply the truth. And one by one, as we just heard, people are interested. They want to hear what the truth is. Now, they couldn't completely submit because three different situations are, I'll follow you, Lord, but I will follow you, but still holding back yet. That's where the church finds herself. We find ourselves in a world where people want to believe, but, 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 but. Our first reading today, Elijah has gone through a terrible persecution. Now he's saying to Elisha, you're going to follow me. You're going to take over. Who wants this job? And that's where the church is finding herself. It's a lot easier, sometimes our opening prayer, to submit to the yoke of slavery. And our opening prayer said, you have adopted us, Lord. Keep us in the truth. That was our opening prayer. We prayed for that. Keep us in the truth. And it's hard to stay in the truth when there are so many difficulties. I know as a church now, we have to be praying that the decision from yesterday, and this isn't about politics right now, but what about those women who have an unplanned, unwanted pregnancy? How's the church going to walk them through this? How's the church going to be able to advocate for uh, poor people who don't have health care. See, the, the church is going to Samaria. The church has to walk through these very difficult situations so that, as our Holy Father often says, that nobody gets left behind. And that's good news. So while there is, we can be praying for uh, the goodness of what happened yesterday, oh, we're just getting started. If we're going to be a people of life, if we're going to be a people of the truth, if we're going to say with honesty, God bless America then everybody needs to be blessed. And our church needs to go right through Samaria, not around it, and meet people who may be finding life very difficult these days. As Catholics and as Christians, let us pray that Our Lady, the Immaculate Heart of Our Lady, yesterday was the Sacred Heart of Our Lord, that in these times that God's love and mercy can be experienced by people who may not even want it. These Samaritan people, they didn't want Jesus until one by one they realized that they needed him. So may this uh, weekend, as we move through this, inspire each one of us for faith, hope, and love. Let us now confess the ancient believe in one God, the Father.